0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's time! You asked for it and you got it at BruceBuffer.com. Championship introductions at a special rate are now provided for all of you as a keepsake for life, like you are being introduced like a champion in the cage. Just go to BruceBuffer.com. Specials for championship introductions, weddings, birthdays, voicemail, and business recordings. I'm here for you if you need me. Check me out at BruceBuffer.com. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is happening. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. President Trump, politics. Film, TV, sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, and boxing. We're focusing on boxing today with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. How you doing? I'm great, Bruce. This is a fun show. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for our guest. I'm very excited for this show. Very excited. Let's get right into the meat of the show. We have a very special guest on. And now, this is truly the moment we've all been waiting for. Presenting the middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight, cruiserweight, and heavyweight champion of the world roy jones jr roy how are you <laughs> <laughs> always good to have you on the show roy always good to see you i've known you for so many hey, years you. um watched you been a huge fan of you and uh saturday night proved why uh, how was it roy how that. did it meet all your expectations
2: My expectations were good. Uh I thought it was gonna be it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Uh Tyson's a lot is still as strong as he once was, so that's a great thing. And uh I really had a great time with it, you know.
1: Absolutely. I mean why not? You it's what you love to do and it's about fun. But I'll tell you the cool thing, Roy, I'm hearing out is that there's a number of things I want to mention to you. But the pay per view sales for the show, I understand, are over a million buys. And that's not without even the European yeah. numbers coming in.
2: Wow. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty interesting.
1: Very interesting.
2: Very interesting. Uh uh, uh a blessing for God it's gotta be because no way I would ever expect that at fifty one years old I'll be participating in any kind of pay per view that did over a million buys. Not even over you know, five hundred thousand buyers, not at
1: fifty one, you know. It's staggering. I mean, we're talking like Canelo numbers. We're talking Conor McGregor numbers. Yeah. It's, it, yes. it's numbers that at shows There's definitely a market for this, Roy. There's definitely a market for what they're trying to do here. But uh, what I want to say is, and you don't have to answer it, I just hope you got a nice big chunk of that, champ. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, one thing that I found
0: from this event, and uh, I think moving forward, it, it really sort of solidifies the fact that, you know, boxing and co- in, in combat sports as a whole, guys, it, is definitely one giant part sport. I mean, the athletes that fill out the ranks, you know, in boxing and MMA, uh, they're, they're world-class and elite. But uh, at the same time, people want... To see a spectacle, and uh, you know, Ray you, or Roy, you keep talking about your uh, y- your age. It doesn't matter your age, Roy. People wanted to see Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson box, and, and it was entertaining. Not too many people uh, are, are complaining. There's always going to be people that complain when it comes to pay per view, but at the end of the day, I-, I think you and and Mike sort of opened up a a new market here. Do you feel that? Do you feel like we might see some of these? you know, masters in combat sports come back and be put on pay-per-view, Roy? Yeah,
2: I think we opened a massive door. I think it showed people that people still have interest in things that they once were interested in. And um, it's like it's a great opportunity for everybody. I mean, I'm even thinking now, I had a guy call me yesterday and say, Anderson Silva said he still wants to box. I'm like, wow, before I would have said, no way, it's too late now. But now, after this situation, I can't really say it's too late. I mean, I got to re rethink about, rethink that whole situation Let's see if it's something that I want to revisit because it may make
1: sense now. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely correct. And just like people like Jake Paul, who I thought looked like a beast on the show, you know, definitely a a powerful. Still got a lot of work to do with his boxing, but, you know, he was there. He won. He was the underdog. And he's an influencer Uh, with 13-plus million followers on Instagram, his brother having over 22 million All that came in. Then you're going to get the UFC audience. If Anderson Silva steps in, it's almost like you're guaranteeing yourself with another couple quality bouts on the card, another million by potential. Um, You know what, Roy? This kind of reminds me of the old days of celebrity boxing, which got huge ratings the first time it came out, like a 16 share. Wow. And it just goes to show you that there's interest in this, aside from the fact that you and Mike are such a draw.
2: Right, there's a lot of interest in it. People want to see. People are especially right now with not having much to do, uh, being stuck in the house, being depressed from not being able to travel, and having to wear a mask and everything they do. Yeah. Times are very hard right now, and this is a great time to give people extra, extra added entertainment because it's something that we need.
0: I've wanted, to, I've wanted to see Roy Jones Jr. versus Anderson Silva for a decade. Like I yeah. want that. I, I mean, that would be something truly amazing. Like take my money.
1: We all have, and right. now he's open. He's able to do it unless he gets signed by Risen, who's looking after him. But, you know, I listen, Roy, if you can make that happen, I say go for it. Bring back one of the Paul <laughs> brothers. Have them on the show. But I want to ask you one thing, Roy. One key factor of this this fight, this event, yeah, Jim, that really I think worked really well is the two-minute rounds. The two-minute yeah, rounds is very, very interesting. Yeah, that was key, too. That was very key. Yeah, do you think if it went to three, it would? I mean, would that extra minute have really got to you, Roy, at this point in, in, in your career, you know, training for this fight?
2: It, it wouldn't have gotten to many since I had trained and got used to two minutes. But had it not, had it went three, I would have been okay because I was training three minutes at first. I was doing pretty good with it. But uh, I think I could have did the three or two minutes. It don't really matter. I'm just glad with two minutes because of Mike Tyson. He's so dang on big and so powerful. So two minutes worked out, but three minutes would have been fine for me, too. It don't matter. Yeah, I
1: and think, you know, there had to be some concessions made with the size, right? Like, I mean, yep. Well, yeah, but it's, yep. I just More think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think two minutes is actually going in a lot of people's minds, especially people that are past their, with all respect, primes hey, in, in the sport of boxing. they pay forty the five,
2: they pay two minutes is safer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, I mean, we can say Bruce that that Roy and Mike are not in their vintage primes, which I, I don't think either will disagree with you. But a million buys, like man. It doesn't matter what the primes are. Like, pe- people are still interested, and, and that, that's something to be proud of. And, man, I, the possibilities here endless, honestly. Let's,
1: let's talk prime and how they look. Roy comes out. The man moves like a cat. It's always been fascinating to watch the way Roy moves around the ring. Nobody, nobody moves the way Roy moves. Nobody ever has. Nobody ever will. And I saw the Roy of all coming out. And then I see Tyson coming in. Roy, how did you feel when he walked in with his black trunks, no socks, <laughs> you know, in the shoes? What did that did that and the and the thing over his shoulders? What did you think about that? was it like the mic of old or I know you don't get intimidated, yeah, but what were your thoughts?
2: It was vintage it was vintage Mike. I was like, yes, vintage Mike Tyson. I can't wait. I can't wait to be a ring.
1: Wow. Yeah, exactly. How did that first body shot feel, Roy? Oh
2: man, it was something I never felt before. I said, holy cow, this guy still got power. <laughs> You know, so I said, uh, OK, then we go a title of a show that we both still got power,
1: you know. Absolutely. No question. And his bobbing and weaving the whole bit. There was another first the other night, though, Roy, this this whole show was very entertaining with the music and, and the hip hop and everything else. Snoop Dogg coming in at the last minute, I think uh, uh, I forgot who he replaced, but he came in at the last minute, did his six, seven, ten minute, uh, you know, hip hop bit, which was great. How did you feel walking in after all that pots being smoked in the arena? My brother said it definitely smelled like, you know, skunk a little bit when he got in the arena. That had to be a first for you, Roy. I mean, you're one of the yes. most elite athletes ever, yes. and now you're walking out to do your thing and you've got uh, cannabis smoke all around you. Did, did you feel it? Did you smell it when you walked in?
2: No, I didn't smell it, but uh it definitely was a first for me, and I knew what it, I knew what the situation was, so but I didn't smell it. And uh I mean, you know, it's like back in the day if you had uncles and aunts, you kinda knew what the smell was. So I knew what the smell was from when I was a child, way back in my early days. It would not have bothered me because now it's kinda legal too, so everybody does it. But right. at the same time I was used to it and um something as a professional athlete, I just kinda overlook and keep going, you know. That wouldn't have bothered me none.
1: Good. No, I, I you know, it didn't bother me either. I think my my uh, older attitude is that maybe it wasn't right at first. I wasn't used to commentating yeah. with the cursing and this, that, and the other that came mm-hmm. out. But you know, this yeah. is the world in which we live right now, and I, I have to, you know, not. I'm always honest, but I mean, let's face it: boxing fans are not coming in at the rapid rate that they are to the UFC and MMA. They're they're more like nope. falling off. This was a way to bring yep. in the younger fans with the Jake Paul. Exactly with right. You and
2: exactly right.
1: Exactly. They need something yeah. like
2: this to give them to give them a reason to be able to participate and feel comfortable participating, or they're not going to participate right you know like you got to give them so you got you got to adjust to the times if you don't adjust to the times you won't make the cut 100% so you have to adjust to the times
0: yeah i mean like i said it's it's a spectacle guys you have to have that part of spectacle uh to get people to come in yeah. and, and, and you'll you'll hook them with high quality boxing and, and i feel like uh that that's the 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 move uh going forward i love how roy says that you know when i was a kid you know uh, aunts and uncles you, you got used to that. Everybody had that uncle. I'm telling you, everybody had that uncle mm-hmm. that was at the barbecue that was mm-hmm. going over in the corner, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, That's there's are stuck Exactly. Right? Yeah.
2: That
1: just ha- <laughs> of course, of course. And right now, as now as well Snoop Dogg's gone out. He's announced that he's going to be doing the Fight Club. You know, another boxing. Who's uh, that? Who's that? Who? Who's that, Bruce? Snoop Dogg is Snoop oh, okay. Dogg's announced that he's okay, yeah, launching yeah, yeah, a pro yeah. boxing league called Fight Club. Okay and um, obviously now I think what this Saturday night did is it lit up a lot of people's entrepreneurial minds to go forward, uh and this was a big shot in the arm for boxing. We'll see where this goes. Yes, it
2: was. Yes, it was.
1: How do you feel about that, Roy? I mean, you're a man that knows, eats, breathes, lives historically everything about boxing. Then you have somebody Mm -hmm. like Snoop Dogg comes in who really appreciates boxing. He's not a boxer. But how do you feel about people that are not really adept at boxing now saying, I'm going to be a boxing promoter?
2: Well, I like it because I know that Snoop understands and knows how to reach out to the right type of people like myself to help guide and make that the best situation. So he'll come in and say, hey, Roy, what? You think we, what you think we should do? Uh, you think we should do A? You think we should do B? You think we should do C? Let's figure out uh, what you think makes best. And that's the way I think that we make things happen better. You don't go to a basketball situation and not include Michael Jordan. If you remember, Mike was the best. He was the greatest. So yeah, if you want to get have success, you go find from the greats what you need to do to make it successful. You feel me? So I think Snoop gotcha. has that in his mind already because you know Snoop's always been a Roy Jones fan and Snoop knows what it is to um get it to be involved with right with the right people you can ask them and to make it happen the right way. So
0: and, and it goes you know, back to what we like were talking on. about. Like like Snoop's the entertainer. Snoop is the promoter. Yeah, That's exactly. who you want. And then you got Roy who knows what he's doing when it comes to the business yeah. side and, and the, the
1: fighter yeah. points yeah. of the sweet side. What yep. you also have is you have Snoop, who has the Midas touch. Everything like... the man touches turns to gold. You know, he's very successful. Right, exactly. Or green. Exactly, right. if they just turn Thank to you. gold. Maybe green. Yeah, exactly. You know, Roy, I was when I was watching the hip-hop artists, you know, coming out, like Snoop, I thought, where are the twins? Your boys. Are they still rapping? <laughs> I, I saw them feature on HBO years ago. I was thinking maybe they were going to pop out there for a second.
2: Well, what, what, what's funny, let me tell you, it's funny you say that, because you know the song that I came out to?
1: What was that again? Sorry. The song that
2: I, the, the, the song that I came to the ring to. My, yes. My, my intro song. The twin. Yes. One of the twins made that beat.
1: Oh wow. wow! Really? That's awesome. I like that, by the way. Yes.
2: Yes. One of the twins made that beat.
1: Very cool. So, Roy, the big yep. question: What's next for you, brother? What's next for you?
2: Well, like I said, I don't, I, I don't know. What I'm sitting back thinking uh, the Anderson Silver thing sounds good. Uh, I heard Mike say something about he might want to rematch, which I don't know. I want to go back in there with Mike, but. <laughs> I mean, it's possible because Mike's a very strong guy, but, I mean, and he wants to win, and I want to win. So I know the second time will get even worse because we both desperately want to win, and um, it's going to be a something to see. So it's like, I don't know if it's best to go that route or if it's best to play it smart smarter and go to Anderson Silva route because he's more my size, my natural size, whereas Mike is not my natural size. So I think with Mike, and he want to get a knockout, and I want to get a knockout, and both of us want to win it's a different situation, you know what I mean. So, uh, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: T- take yeah. it, take it for what it's worth. I'm, I'm just an MMA nerd, but, but I think the Anderson Civil fight makes a lot of sense. I think both Anderson yeah. and Roy are, are where they need to be for this fight to happen. Uh, Anderson would yep. be beyond honored uh, for that to, to occur, right. and, and I think you know we talked Bruce about getting you know these MMA fans, uh, you know, involved in in, in boxing and whatnot, and, and getting younger fans involved in boxing. Uh, I think that would be. Uh, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, cross promotional uh, things between the two sports that we've ever seen, and uh,
1: I think I think to steal a word from you, Bruce, it's time. I've got it's time, but I've got I've got it right here. You know, I'm listen. My business mind, my marketing mind is working. I'm a marketer before an announcer. Before anything I do, first here's the here's the card. Here's the card, Roy Holyfield and Tyson, Michael announcing you and Anderson Silva, me announcing. And then your whole undercard underneath with somebody else announcing. There's your card. Your next
2: Sounds freaking awesome.
1: And I'll commentate. <laughs> I'll South commentate.
2: Freaking awesome.
1: Make sure that you include awesome. me in We that. could We Come could on. market the hell out of that it one. Comes. Definitely. Just leave me it hanging. Me Both of you. Leave me hanging.
0: It gives me good.
1: No, go ahead, TJ. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Just saying uh, TJ DeSantis TJ, TJ it, commentating. Right, I thank forgot. you. Thank
0: Part you. Thank you. By the way, by the way, Bruce, I'll be commentating RJJ Boxing on UFC Fight Pass next week. Wednesday and Thursday, live from oh, San Carlos, awesome. Mexico. Night. So, yeah, right. Uh, really
1: too. thinking about compensating, Adi, Uh Adesanya, he did a great job. I thought for what he did. Yeah, no, he, was, he, did a, he did. a really good job. He did a really good job, how job you play, play. You when I'm done. Very good. And you know, more really Ronaldo on there. I mean, just had a listen. The whole show was put together so well. I know it's crazy with these COVID times because I, you know, I managed Michael and I made the deal for Michael and I had to. Get all the safety and protocol in place with what they were doing, which kept changing daily. How many times were you tested uh, that, that a you thousand, know, last week?
2: <laughs> a thousand. <laughs> a thousand. I was <laughs> tested and tested and tested and tested again. So it's like, they're taking swallowed nose, body taking piss. They're taking swallowed nose, bottle taking urine. They're taking swabs in your nose, bottle taking blood. They're taking swabs in your nose, bottle taking more urine. I'm like, dang. For exhibition, it's the most time most time I've got tested my entire life. And it's supposed to be an ex-what?
1: this wow. supposed to be an
2: exhibition, That's all crazy. these tests. And it's supposed to be – I got tested more in this exhibition than I've ever been tested in my, in my full real career in my whole life. I'm like, what the heck hey, is going hey. on?
1: Amazing. Amazing. Well, well whatever, yeah. whatever went into it and your training – How many weeks yep. did you train for this fight, Roy, compared to, compared to, minutes, to one of your
2: past fights? Your I, pro think, fight I think I did 12 weeks. Week. Yep, I thought I did 12 weeks.
1: 12 weeks we said, yep, I, I used
2: to do six, to eight. I did 12, and I think I overdid it, but
1: it's all good.
0: Well, it was fantastic, exactly. Roy. It was awesome to see it happen. And uh, I think, you know, Bruce and I, I think, speak for a lot of people that uh, we want to see it again, man. Anderson Silva, okay. uh, whatever. That'd be that'd right. be pretty amazing.
1: I'm putting it well, in. I don't want to die for it, Roy. Anderson it. Silva and you, Tyson and Holyfield. Next big one Let's and a half million bucks. Let's
0: get it. There we go. Let's get it.
1: All right, Roy. All right, brother, appreciate it, sir. Nice talk to y'all. All right, Roy, thank you, champ. You take care, buddy, and happy right, holidays, for I take same to you all, okay? Thank,
2: thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, There, all
1: right he is. there. Okay.
0: The great Roy Jones Jr. giving us a wow. few moments. He's uh he's a busy man, and he should be, Bruce. I mean, you look at yeah. those pay-per-view buys and the amount of money that, I mean, is coming in based on, you know, the efforts put in by Tyson and and and, and Jones and, and also, you know, I mean, Jake Paul is a huge draw. Uh, this isn't exactly the type of combat sport event that I think that I would generally uh, support, but they did it so well, Bruce, that it's hard not to. I mean, there's real athleticism and skill that was on display that night. Yeah, it's not the traditional combat sports card, but that doesn't mean it was bad by any means. And I think we see that played out with these numbers.
1: It wasn't bad by any means because, okay, granted, um, Roy and Mike fighting, we're all thinking about their primes, watching them in their post prime. They put on a prime time effort, prime right. time show. Yeah. Jake Paul coming in new to the boxing world. Lots of improvement needed on boxing. But he beat somebody that was supposed to beat him. He's an animal, a powerful fighter, uh, boxer. And um, I was talking to Logan, his brother, yesterday. We were talking about some stuff. And and Logan says, you know, he and his brother out to not change the world of boxing, but to enhance the world of boxing. They have big plans And I think the two of them, along with events like this, and I'm thinking about, again, the marketing aspect, boxing fans, with all respect, are falling off age-wise. We need, in order to flourish any product, event, whatever, you have to bring in new blood. Mm -hmm. You can have a 1,000 people buying your product, but if 10% fall off a year, in 10 years, if you don't have one new product buyer, you've lost your whole business. You have to constantly keep bringing in new people. This event which I was with a group of people in a COVID-safe environment at Kristen's house out back. They built a theater. We were all distance. We had a blast. Right. The kids had a blast. Yeah. The 20-somethings there had a blast. It was only like 12 of us, but everybody enjoyed it. And that's what a it's about. Demographic.
0: That's what it's all about, Bruce. And that's one thing that I think mixed martial arts really benefits from is it's a younger sport. It's always been a younger sport, and it's going to be a younger sport for a very long time, meaning you get – you know, young kids that are interested when they're 16, 17 years old and they can enjoy. I mean, I've been watching MMA since I was 17. You know, I'm, yep. I'm 37. Like, that's yep. 20 years, Bruce. And and I mean, you were in the octagon the entire time. Uh, yep. But, you know, like you think about it, especially when, when you look at the older boxing generation, the, the hardcore fans are historians and. Totally. They I mean, it, it, it kind of goes both ways. One, they celebrate and love and adore and honor the, the time-tested tradition of boxing, but they become so stuck in their ways, if you will, when it comes to how the sport should be viewed and, and promoted. And I, I think that's one thing that is always a, a hurdle with boxing is you, you have these people that are criticizing these sorts of moves. And, yeah, if every boxing card featured – Jake Paul, Bruce, it wouldn't be a good idea. I wouldn't
1: like that. I wouldn't support that. Here's the key. But the one-off, get those younger fans. Here's the key. I'm going to go back to, you're right, right, TJ. Here's the key marketing-wise, okay? Celebrity boxing, like I said, came out to a 15-plus share, almost a 16 share when they had their very first show. Right. They promoted another one like about three months later. It fell down to about a seven share. Right. Okay. The novelty wore off pretty quick, but that's still a great number it's still a great number. What you do with this is you have this kind of event twice a year. Okay. I like that twice a year. You create the fanfare, like boxing with the pros that are establishing themselves in boxing, do their weekly boxing shows for the sport of boxing. And you have this spectacle, Mm -hmm. right? Combined with boxing twice, maybe at most three times a year at most. Right. But I would say no more than twice Ah. in the next year, do this once in another five months, see how it goes. If the numbers come in, with maybe a 20% drop or a 20% increase, boom, you bang out another one three months later. Right.
0: And so, I think, I think Bruce, that time period to sort of play and massage with a, a, a lineup uh, on paper and figure out what the fanfare and the reception is will give you enough time and information to make the proper moves. Because you think about celebrity boxing, uh, what was that, like two, 1999, 2000, something like yeah, that? Yeah, you got
1: it right about that. Right.
0: So there was no social media then. It, it was no. very difficult to get. You know, uh, I'm not trying to be funny here with, with what we call with Sammy market research, but it was very difficult to get market research done to figure out how to uh, really appeal to the people that were going to be interested. And obviously they had a captive audience at first, but it, it, it quickly uh, evaporated. Now I think you can literally go out and ask your, your clientele, if you will, you know, what are you thinking? Not directly, but you start leaking out information, start you know, playing with names and, and, and see essentially what people want and what they're willing to pay for and if you do that and do it the right way Bruce uh, I think it'll be phenomenal and then if you're the traditional boxing promoter I think you schedule you know a, a Canelo fighter or, or or something uh of that level you know the week after so you can try to cash in on the buzz that is uh going you on create with boxing
1: promos you put the promos on the shore the week before very good TJ very good very good you okay. also want to do another thing yeah this was a this was a spectacle in whatever. Not the spectacle I'm referring to at the UFC when the rules were like no rules. Right, 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 That's gladiator. a different spectacle. I'm not but talking yeah, about a no, gladiator no, no. spectacle. I'm talking about an entertainment spectacle. Right. Okay, and you had the entertainment of of. Snoop Dogg and the other person that performed. And now the next one, you bring it back, you change it up a little bit. Okay? You bring back, maybe have Steve Aoki in the DJ booth doing the songs in between with his massive following, and he promotes the hell out of it. Yeah. You have another, you bring in somebody else. I know Wiz Khalifa, I think, was the one that uh, Snoop replaced. You bring in him, you bring in somebody that fits it, and you create the same show again. And you constantly change the entertainment. Yeah. Now, here's another note. Michael Buffer, my brother, and I were talking yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael was there, of course. I only had him announce, and he only announces one event a night. But that's why I said I'll announce the Anderson Silva, Roy Jones fight. That would be a lot of fun and bring a lot of fan. Well, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but hopefully it would bring a lot of fanfare. One hundred percent to the show.
0: One hundred percent. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to like get no, there no really, no, you it been, but it bummed me out that you didn't introduce Connor. You know, it would have made sense for you to introduce Connor when he fought. For you know
1: the story there. I had a there? Right. I had the jacket made. I, I was know. all set up till two days before when Showtime poo pooed me. So here's the thing. Tyson Fury, the mm-hmm. other heavyweights out there, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. These people, even though Tyson's a, a modern-day fighter, Tyson's a showman. Right. Tyson would jump into this non-sanctioned two-minute rounds to fight somebody in a heartbeat, yeah. in my opinion, and in Michael's opinion. Lennox Lewis could maybe come back, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, the Klitschko brothers, right. All right. This opens up a whole new door. Right. And
0: right? if, you, if you temper expectations, too, and go, look, it is a, a an exhibition. It is two minutes. Like, don't don't expect yeah. us to, like, really foster a division where we're going to have, no. you know, titles. It's not about that. We're not trying to figure out—I Because I mean, no disrespect, these aren't the greatest boxers in the world right now. Maybe all time, maybe in their prime. That's an argument for another day. But this is about getting them in the ring and giving them an opportunity to do what they still love to do in— and- have
1: have a fun time. Puncher's Chance. Yeah, been there to, to, to take a Puncher's Chance. Right, right, yeah. Hey, let me, let me segue for a second real quick. I just got word, just came over while we're on the show. Uh, the state of New Hampshire has just adopted, uh, not adopted, accepted Puncher's Chance for all the state liquor stores. Nice. Okay, going to be in New Hampshire. Now, I'm going nice. to go down the list for those of you that are writing me all the time. Ask, where can I get Puncher's Chance? Here's yep. where, go ahead. Uh, just real quick, don't forget, we still
0: have to talk to Dean Toole. Uh, from RJJ Boxing oh, and the please Icon bring Fighting Federation. Tell me, we'll, tell we'll, me no, no,
1: we'll, we'll take a quick break after you uh, give us the great news about Puncher's Chance. All right, here's the list of states, guys. Everybody's been asking me, everybody, I mean the people that have been asking me, but it's a lot of people. Puncher's Chance is selling as fast as we can make it. As That's the term goes, it's selling like hotcakes. That's great. It, it's quality. Yeah. Okay, did you get your bottle?
0: So I was told by my wife this morning that a uh, box arrived uh, from Bruce Buffer and it's on the doorstep, yeah. uh, you can guarantee that I will be, uh, I might even, I might even share some with Roy. You know, we got sure.
1: this RJJ boxing coming up, you know, T- do and tell Roy, I'll send him a bottle. We'll I mean, do. it's already get it anywhere, but I'll send Roy a bottle. I'd love to send him a bottle. No problem, sure. but, um, enjoy it. And Ar- uh, Ariel Hawani put out a really nice post. I saw, the other it. Night. I saw he was yeah, trying to do cool? his. Br-
0: He's trying to do his Bruce Buffer impersonation.
1: Oh, he got ripped on that one. <laughs> oh
0: man! I mean, that's the thing. Either you can do a pretty good imitation or you can't. And uh, I have yet to see a really good imitation. I'm, I'm sorry. All
1: the height of flattery. I'm happy. Um, and Paul Felder, he put out a nice bid. A bunch of people got bottles the other day. You have yours waiting, and I expect a nice little post from my partner TJ. Oh,
0: 100. And honestly, Bruce, like. The Only bo- if you like it. If you don't bo- like it, don't post. I mean, I've never drank, but the, the bottle looks badass. Oh, feel this. <laughs> the bottle is badass. You know, it looks good. Uh, I'm I'm excited to uh, uh, put a video out there for you because I know this is something that you've been working on for a very long time. You can go back yeah. to the 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 archives of this show and hear you saying, you know, I got something really big up yeah. the pipeline. I can't talk about it, but you know, if if you look at Clooney and his tequila brands and all this, you're 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 talking about uh getting into that game and it's finally here, Bruce. And obviously the success is following it and it's unbelievable. And, uh, hate to say it also expected because, uh, you don't do things,
1: uh, half-assed. I don't do them half-assed babe. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And George Clooney, if you're listening, if you're listening to the show, if I get to sell my company for a half million to a billion, like you did in about three to five years, which I'm not really running to, I just want to build a successful business, but it, you know, Ryan Reynolds just sold his gin company for 600 million. That's the nature of the beast in this. Conor McGregor is probably a uh, proper 12 now. It's probably got a value of, I would venture to guess three to 400 million if he was ever to sell it when you move a couple hundred thousand cases. But yep. George, I will be getting a house next to you in Lake Cuomo. Be prepared to ride your bike with me to get our bread and cheese in the morning for breakfast. There That's you a go. Dream.
0: It's, That's time, a dream. it's time It's time to get on the bikes and, and ride with uh, with Clooney. Exactly.
1: So here's the list, guys. Punchers twelve, Punchers twelve. Listen to that. <laughs> no, that's if you mix the two. I don't, I don't suggest that. Connor, I'm giving you a little promo, babe. All right, so New Hampshire state liquor stores, Massachusetts most all package stores in Massachusetts are carrying Proper Twelve. Rhode Island all package stores puncher's most carrying Punchers Twelve. Listen to listen to the slip, man. It's so funny. Connor's in your head. Connor, send the check. Yes. Okay. Michigan, hundreds of independent retailers carrying Punchers Chance. California, Winco and hundreds of indie stores are carrying it. In California, if your store does not carry it, ask the manager to bring it in, and he will. In Texas, Costco and goody-goody
0: stores. That's huge. Costco everywhere in Texas.
1: Wisconsin, hundreds of package stores. Minnesota, your place, hundreds of package stores. Georgia, hundreds of package stores. Arizona, Winco stores. Kentucky, it's at Liquor Barn, and Total Wine, and hundreds of package stores. Indiana, it's in Big Red, Twenty First Amendment, Crown, Payless, and hundreds of package wow. stores. Florida, hundreds of package stores, and all the Winn-Dixie grocery stores. I, I don't think we had,
0: we don't have time for you to finish this entire list, Bruce. We that's gotta, it. We gotta. We gotta yeah. That's great, but like, listen to these names. These aren't just yeah. mom and pop shops. No. you know what I mean. The the Costcos, the Total Wines, like the, that's. This is happening, Bruce. Good job. You should Thank be really you, proud.
1: Friend. Thank you. I'm so proud. I'm so and there's so much more to go because our target is um listen, the average craft distributor moves about 3800 cases in the first year. Okay? We've moved 10,000 in the first 2 months. Oh my god. We're only moving about 13-15,000 cases this year planned. And next you, year that's demand 70. Bruce next would be 70,000 cases or that, more
0: that's unbelievable and that's demand like i said that's not you just no, stocking demand. shelves and it sits there like you are never going to get past 5,000 units uh if they if they're not flying off the shelf so uh that's well, unbelievable
1: waiting. Where do you see the point of purchase advertising with my mug and everything else coming out, you know, that'll be on the in the stores, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Anyway, here's the goal, guys. And we're off we're off proper uh, puncher's chance, proper puncher's chance. (laughs) Twelve. Right. Yeah. Twelve rounds where you have a puncher's chance. I'm just playing. We're off puncher's chance for a second, but we will be in all uh, 50 states by July. And then by July of 2022, we'll be in every single store in the country.
0: July of 2022. Those are plans,
1: Buff. Wow! This July, July next year, every state. Well, well, next year, twenty twenty two, every liquor well, store. next year's twenty twenty one. Twenty 2021, July, every state. Okay, all right. Twenty right. twenty two, every store that sells liquor got in it. every state. Unbelievable. That's the goal. That's, That's phenomenal. Amazing. All right, let's ta- know, we got to take a break. Of- we got to get Dean. Yeah, bring him on. Let's bring him on. Punch well, we got to take a break. you got you got to say, hey, we're going to take a break. your holidays. Take your puncher's chance. Enjoy. And by the way, a website will be up in January. No matter where you are, you can order it directly to your house. Perfect. Got Cause, it. Because no one leaves anymore.
0: All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Dean Tool is next. Okay. It's time with Bruce Buffer. It's
1: time. It's time, babe. Well, that was a lot of fun with Roy Jones Jr. I mean... What can I say that we haven't already said on the show, but I'm looking forward to the next entertainment spectacle, TJ. It's going to be a lot of fun. And somebody that works with Roy um, and and me, Su, this, this and guy's you, like, yeah, course. we got to bring that up. He might be my Our, boss. I don't even know. Hey, listen, uh, Dean, boss him around for me in the show a little bit. Slap him around. i make it a lot of fun. But right now we're going to bring on Dean tool, uh, the head of Icon Fighting Federation
0: matchmaker matchmaker of Icon Matchmaker? He, yeah he uh, you know,
1: listen sometimes i think the matchmaker is the head of the show because kinda, you know right? what if the matchmaker doesn't make the right fights the show doesn't make the right money you know you never know 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah i knew dean would agree with that
0: and, and i'm pretty sure bruce matchmakers like they end up doing everything at one point in their career other than maybe like being a card carrier you know like a like a ring girl Um, You got to set up chairs, you got to move tickets, you got to book fights, you got to pursue people, you got to deal with managers. Like, do you sleep during fight week, Dean?
3: I don't sleep uh, ever, and not (laughs) even just fight week. When you you match make or match fights, you're constantly dealing with fighters, managers, um, the whole entire nine, all over the world. You have guys on the West Coast that are waking up or going to bed a lot later when it's one o'clock in the morning here, it's 12 o'clock there or 11 o'clock there. So it's a nonstop 24 hours. Normally an average day is like an 18 hour day of nonstop talking on the phone.
0: Yeah. And I, I think th- this upcoming week is even going to be uh, more crazy. Uh, if you have a UFC fight pass subscription, which everyone should go sign up now, UFC fight uh, three events uh, going down in San Carlos, Mexico with icon sort of, uh, capping the week on Friday night, but uh, uh, preceding it will be two nights of RJJ boxing. Um, you know, it, it's a weird time, Dean. It's very hard to uh, get fight shows uh, built and, and executed in, in in the ring uh, w- with COVID. But uh, RJJ and Icons got a pretty sweet deal going on uh, in San Carlos, and obviously people can watch it uh, on Fight Pass, but. Uh, I think I think you've been really fortunate to get this show going and and keep that flow during a, a pandemic. And you're doing shows internationally, which I mean is hard to pull off when times are right. But dur- during these times, it's got to be extra difficult.
1: Oh, absolutely. What well, a question. Yeah, it's uh, it's
3: been a task. I, I, the, I mean, the cool thing about our event is I deal with people from all over the country. So a lot of people that do regional shows. Um, and also, you know, this, um, I also own Island fights, so I'm the promoter and CEO of Island fights. It's also on UFC fight pass. So, um, a lot of people consider certain shows, regional events that are outside of Bellator or the UFC. Um, I don't, I don't see us like that because we're using athletes from all over the world. So we're, so in doing so the easy part for us to to match, make these events because it's a nightmare with COVID, you know, people are backing out and they're dropping out every day you know every day the card changes for every single fight card we have it changes from even all the ufc cards it happens to everybody main event co-main event so you just have to have athletes that are ready to go who's ready to go who's easy to deal with and who wants to fight so i've always had a good relationship with all the big managers in the country and all the gyms and that's who i keep in my contact list is who's ready to fight who's easy to deal with and who wants to compete and stay active and i have a Huge rolodex of people, so anytime a fight drops out, it's instantly replaced in less than ten minutes, and that's helped out a lot. So relationships are key.
0: Yeah, that's huge. When when, when I look at Fight Pass and and look at Dana White, Dana uh, talked I think uh, last week or the week before about really investing, and in, I I hate to say the word, but you you are right. Like icon and island fights, not exactly regional, but that that's the that's the word that is used. Uh, sort of to, mm-hmm. to describe these promotions outside of the UFC, but Dana was talking about the investment that needs to be made in, uh, to these promotions. And, and really it's an investment into the athletes because while well, mixed martial arts is uh, a gigantic sport compared to what it was, you know, 25, 30 years ago. But at this point, uh, it's still grassroots when it comes to building these athletes, Dean, and and I think that you uh, are incredibly unique with what you've been doing uh, between Island Fights and, and Icon Fighting Federation. Like you said, like it, you, if, if if Icon is a regional show, I guess it's a Mexican regional show because half your events have been there. But th- this is a show that you have plans on taking all over. I would say the country, but you got to say the world because you've been you know within two countries already.
1: Well, you're, you're yeah, going to do that the, at the I mean, same time. I'm sorry, Dean, just to interrupt for a second. Go the, go um, ahead. You're doing the right thing because right now the people that are the strongest that are surviving the COVID situation, the UFC, the boxing events, you yourself following the safety and protocol that needs to be done. You're establishing yourself as a, as a block for the future. When that, when this world opens up again, you're going to be stronger than ever because you maintain during this whole period. So kudos to you, my friend.
3: Thank you so much Bruce. we, uh, and again, this was no, this was no easy task. And, and like TJ said, to touch on, we, our plan for ICON was to do these events. Um, You know, Keith Boutre, the CEO of RJJ Boxing and ICON, he has a deal with all of the casinos with the Eldorado group. So he has this exclusive combat sports deal to do fights in casinos all over the world um, at all these different locations. So RJJ Boxing, has been doing these shows consistently for the last few years in, um, Iowa, Washington, San Diego, California. I mean, all, all Arizona, Reno, Las Vegas, you name it, Mexico, Japan. Um, there's a lot of places Canada's on that list. So that was our, that was the goal. And that is what was going to happen for icon. But with COVID we found a pretty good deal down there in Mexico. Um, there's a lot of talent in Mexico also. So, you know, half of our card is people from South America, and the other half are people that we're bringing in from all over the world. We have people on this next card from from uh, all over the world, including Australia. Um, we have a kid named Isaac Thompson, who's at Team Alpha Male right now, who won the uh, International Kids IBJJF um, World Championships when he was 16. He's undefeated 8-0 Muay Thai. He was trying to turn pro at 17. Uh, he's a multiple time world champion in karate. He's making his professional debut at 18 years o- old on the same card where Bella Mear, Frank Mir's daughter is making her second pro fight at only 17 years old. So I think, I think this whole COVID thing is crazy, but um, the fact that some of these people are competing at the age they're competing at during these times is say, says a lot about the growth of the sport too, is there going to be more people competing at this type of age um, as professionals with this talent level moving forward so there's a lot of really cool things happening and it's a weird time for the entire world but we're just trying to make do
0: yeah I think that's one thing too the athletes are so incredibly thankful for the opportunities oh, yeah. uh, that are afforded to them because like Dean said like Bruce said this is a, a time where the world has come to a standstill and you know the 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 smaller shows where you know these fighters that are young in their careers need to get uh, opportunities they primarily, operate off of gates. You know, they make their money by selling tickets and throughout most of the world right now, you can't sell tickets. So th- that's why it's pivotal for these relationships, I think to uh, exist between some of the, the, the developmental shows and, 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 fight pass who's, you know, investing into it. And um, I think uh, it sounds like we're going to see a lot of icon fighting federation uh, in the future. And obviously RJJ boxing uh, as well. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Uh, you can watch uh, both RJJ events on Wednesday and Thursday on UFC Fight Pass, and then that Icon Fighting Federation featuring uh, former UFC heavyweight champion Frank Mir's daughter uh, Bella is on yeah. Friday night. So uh, it'll be how, exciting
1: to say the least. How interesting a lineage is that? Right? It's amazing. Mir's daughter coming in. Wow. And,
0: and the dynamic between them, Bruce, it's it's kind of insane because you can see Frank is one part you know a lovable dad who's concerned and worried yeah. about his daughter, but then you see the passion and fire of a coach who wants the best uh, for their athlete. And it's 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 hard to to try to figure out where that line is on being uh, a, a loving, caring father and also being a demanding uh, coach. But but Frank does a, a, a quite uh, good job at it. And uh, it's fun to see that evolution play out in the ring. I've known Frank for years.
1: I'm sure he does a great job. Is he still considering the bare knuckle boxing? I think so,
0: yeah. I think that's a, a signed deal. I think it's, he's going to do it. You know, that's another area yep, with the COVID-19 a, a situation. Hat- since I'm February. sorry? Yeah, sorry, Fe- Dean? Fe- February, uh, Dean said. Oh, okay. you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. thing
1: is with the COVID-19, and like, Dean, you mentioned, a lot of fighters are waiting for the phone call because obviously there's not a lot of promotions out there for them to fight in. So you have the young upcoming fighters that want to prove themselves and become champions fighting in your event, wanting to get in the UFC, and so on and so forth. Then you have others past their prime, with all respect, like a Frank Mir and others, um, that – for earning reasons of earning money and income, are jumping into the bare knuckle world, you know.
0: I'm all not- I know, all I know is I don't want Frank Mir punching me in the face. So I would never uh, want Frank Meer
1: punching no, me in the face. No, <laughs> no, no.
0: So we can we can say, you know, we can hypothesize where Frank is at, but the bottom line, Bruce, he's still in phenomenal shape. I mean, he's this an man it, oh, yeah, he no, he's him. he's a born yeah. fighter and uh I think he's gonna continue moving forward and and probably punching a lot of people in the face. And uh yeah. I'll be Frank watching. is
1: always prepared to take care of himself and protect himself in more ways than just his fist. That's right. all I'm going to say. Right. And, I mean, <laughs> that would
0: be the intimidating part for me. If I'm fighting Bella Mir and I look across the ring and I see Frank Mir in the damn corner, I'm like, damn, who am I fighting? Am I fighting Bella or Frank?
1: Yeah, check for weapons. Yeah. Got it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. Imagine Matt and Frank Mir's daughter. Oh, you know, 100%. Yeah. Never, I, I,
1: I could imagine, imagined I've never Dino, uh, imagine. paced
3: during a, during a fight in my entire life, and I think I was pacing. So <laughs> that's it, it's pretty, it, it was pretty intimidating. All right, Dean, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get out of here. We'll see
1: you here in a few days, uh, down in Mexico.
3: Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bruce. Thanks, TJ. Hey,
1: appreciate it. Dean, being... my pleasure. Thank you. Happy holidays, my friend. All the best wishes for success. Uh, be careful, practice your safety and protocols you're doing and lead by example. Cause that's what the world's all about. We have to lead by example. Thank you for doing what you do and keeping everybody safe in your show, my friend.
3: All hey, right. Thank you so much. Butter.
1: yeah and thanks for keeping Thank
3: people
0: like me employed my goodness <laughs> thanks Dean oh, all right all right there he is Dean tool uh seriously Bruce like you think about it the UFC is is trudging along and doing what they need to do to keep their show going but the the smaller shows the developmental shows that that foster talent and create talent and get them to the UFC it's been really tough for them to get out there and and, and put on these shows and have it make uh you know financial sense and uh you know, it, it was announced I think uh, last week or earlier this week uh, that Fight Pass signed six new promotions um, for 2021. Uh, longer-term deals were signed with uh, companies like uh, Icon Fighting Federation and uh, even Lion Fight. The Muay Thai uh, organization is is now going to be on Fight Pass moving forward. So uh, it's 9.99 a month, Bruce, and it's actually free I think uh, this weekend. So if you want to uh, take advantage of Fight Pass, you can do so even if you're an existing member. Uh, you log in and, and uh, fill out some stuff. and You get an introductory email. So you get a free weekend. Um, Question. It's Question awesome. Teacher.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. What was that Muay Thai organization again? Lion Fight. Where are they located? Uh, I think they're in Vegas, believe it or not. So they're Muay Thai. They put on their
0: shows in Vegas. Uh, I mean, they put their shows on all over the place. Uh, but I think they're a, a, a Vegas based company. Uh, Jen Wenk, You remember her? Uh, PR. Yeah, person?
1: Jennifer. Of course. Yeah, I do.
0: yeah. She works with a line fight, or has in the past. I don't know if she still does, but
1: no. But I, it's it's cool. I'm just asking because I have a couple friends that are Muay Thai fighters that are looking for avenues to fight in.
0: You you gonna get back in the ring? I mean, we're talking about Roy Jones and Mike Tyson, like. Hey, I, I, I just played with you. Uh, well, that sounds never bad. say I, never. <laughs> I I, I, pl- I played as you in the UFC video game the other day. Uh, we won a middleweight championship together, Bruce. So. Oh, there
1: you go. <laughs> yeah. Using my skills. There you go. You got
0: a flying knee from hell. Let me tell you. You know, um, I
1: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's real, but it looks real. No, the, the knees, the knees are real. My elbows are realer and my oh, elbows man. are my favorite. So you know what I got coming today, Bruce?
0: I'm, I'm one of the lucky few that got a PlayStation five.
1: Yeah, I've heard that's the machine to get.
0: It's hard to get uh, the are really? sold out. Yeah. Like uh, their North American stock apparently was exhausted. They don't think they'll get a new uh, supply until about spring. Um, but I, I was able to get one, so I'm excited for that. And I'll, I'll definitely be playing UFC, uh, four on
1: that. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I like I love playing UFC. I, that game is so incredible. It's and hard, it's, Bruce. It's There's to, a lot going on. I hate on. to say this, but it's fun to play with myself. <laughs> oh man. I mean. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> I
0: mean, you know, what's funny about that? A lot of people are creating themselves, but you don't have to, you're right no, there. And right you're in like there. multiple weight classes, by the way. I thought I'm just a middleweight. No, I, I think you're
1: a light heavyweight as well. Well, that's what I should be is light heavyweight. Uh, D- actually, is- no. I I would have fought middleweight uh, fifteen years ago, right? No, actually, I'm lighter. I'm 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 196 now, so I could easily fight middleweight. Uh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That 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 yeah. would be a, a fairly easy cut then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to be 220, but you know, I'm I'm dropped down. You know, during the whole COVID. Time. Right. Yeah. I'll fight either one. Give me the money. Give the, me the there, money. I'll there do, you go. I'll do three two minute rounds for you. How's that? I'll go with that two minute round. There, <laughs> I mean.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Dana's in, like, four weight classes. He's, like, from welterweight all the way up to, to heavyweight. Oh,
1: then that's the, the whole new thing with the new UFC game because we were in one weight class. And when you fight Dana, my God, they give him, like, tree trunks for punches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he uh, he rules with an iron fist. Very cool. So here, you know, you mentioned stock. Uh, IPOs are coming up. That's when pub- companies go public and they're right. offering. Airbnb is about to go public. Really? Really? Yeah, and I would think that Airbnb would actually be one to take a look at. They might go public as early as, like, in the next couple of weeks. Have,
0: have they said what the initial price point no, might be? Not yet. I mean, I, yet. that would definitely gotta, be one I would invest in.
1: Yeah, I would take a look at that, and I hear that DoorDash may be going public soon, too.
0: Uh, I mean, DoorDash has a—I mean, I guess Uber Eats and, and Postmates as well, they have a, a class-action lawsuit against them. Yeah. Um. So I, I might be a little wary of that, but, like— Think think about how many people have been just investing in in DoorDash, like buying their product and food uh, during These are COVID. Like COVID I'm, stocks, yeah, COVID I'm curious. Stocks to buy. Airbnb might be a little bit worrisome because not a lot of people are traveling, but at the same time, uh,
1: I don't. Oh contra, my friend. Yeah, Airbnb maybe. is running out like crazy, and really? a lot of the I would never invest in them, but the cruise line stocks are going crazy because people are preparing for when oh. everything comes back.
0: So I was down in Cancun uh for combat jujitsu last weekend.
1: Yeah. It is a ghost town. Of course it is.
0: I mean the all inclusive resort, it's like literally you live on a an estate that's just for you. You know, you walk into the restaurant or whatever and they're like, what do you want? I'll make it for you. Like Well, I kinda like that.
1: Oh no it's amazing. (laughs) As long as I'm with somebody, if I'm down there single, that's gonna be a boring trip. That's
0: what I'm saying, Bruce. Like it's it's kind of a phenomenal time if you're willing to brave the elements if you will and and go down there because it's it's next to nothing as well. They're you know they wanna they wanna get people in and and get any money they can. Uh, when I when I landed, I noticed that, uh, there were a ton of cruise ships that were docked there, and normally you don't see that many at one time just waiting. Yeah. But you know what are you gonna do?
1: Well, <clears throat> state of the times, my friend, state of the times. Listen, speaking of uh, st- whatever, speaking of whatever, but you know how you like Tiger King? You love that show. I mean, everybody enjoyed Tiger. Everybody I mean, loves I, yeah. It. It just came through today that uh, Carol Baskin's Big Cat Rescue, one uh-huh. of the volunteers that had been working there for many, many years, right, just practically had its arm ripped off at the shoulder by a tiger. So it reached a, it. basically not... it, it reached through the cage to unclip a second door, oh, wow. which break protocol. That was not the sanctuary bro- protocol. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kimba the tiger just grabbed the volunteer's arm, and nearly tore it off right at the shoulder.
0: And I think that just goes to say that that's not a uh, neglect on their part I don't think that is necessarily anything they did wrong uh, per se but the bottom line is no matter how safe you are these are gigantic wild animals wild animals captivity yeah. that like and that's the thing too like you think about a cat's personality like I don't know about you Bruce but I've had some cats they're just assholes you know what I mean like I've I, had just I've had nothing but incredible experiences with cats like I've had some great cats as well but but let me just say like there are some cats like I remember this analogy like Saying, like, who would you rather be around? If you were, you know, shrunken down to, like, honey, I shrunk the kid size, would you rather try to be around your dog or be around your cat? Because I think my dog would recognize me and help me and love me. I think my cat, even if it liked me, might eat
1: me. I will take the dog. If you ever saw a movie called The Incredible Shrinking Man from many, many years ago, mm. he shrinks down to, like, the size of a, a needle. Right. Right. And the big thing is the cat's trying to attack him through the whole movie. Right. So and, and that's just what you reminded me of. I,
0: I think the cat would know exactly who you are, but it might be like, all right, it's time for you to pay for not letting me sleep on your feet or whatever. Appetizer.
1: Right. OK. But your dog, get... your dog will love you. I promise. Exactly. Little COVID news. Do we have Sorry to, to say California is in the worst state ever. The yeah. stay-at-home order, which is an effect that got increased on Monday, could be a total lockdown again very soon, complete lockdown in Los Angeles. Again, what is Angeles. that, though?
0: Like, I hate to say this, Bruce. I hate to, to like argue with this, but like, it's not a lockdown.
1: Sure. I know We went through that last week, I and I understand it. that, but I'm only saying what they're calling it. Yeah. But Los Angeles now may run out of hospital beds by Christmas. Okay? Stop and doing stuff, people. Stop doing stuff, please. I mean, they're, they're limiting the households to, what, three people a household or three— I forget what the term is. I don't know. And again, we talked about how can you enforce that, but that's what they're saying. And you know how last week well, we talked about— I mean, you we can't enforce about- three people a household if you have a family
0: of five. You're not kicking two I mean, people out.
1: Three, I, I, forget, I I don't know. Three, bottom line, I forget what it was. Bottom something. line is
0: you're not supposed to go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm just talking about being in Cancun. I understand that. Um, you're working. Right. It's Like, I, I haven't gone anywhere, Bruce, besides work, and I don't plan on it uh, simply because— I take this very seriously. Like, I wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, you know, it's, it's hard because not everyone, even around me, is doing the same thing.
1: But we're never going to get past this unless we well, do what we need to do. No, and you know how we talked last week about the swingers club in New York that got busted? Right. Yeah. Well, now in, uh, a few dozen swingers are battling an outbreak of COVID-19 uh, down in New Orleans, right? There was a five-day what they call naughty, <laughs> naughty in New Orleans romp last month. Of 41 swingers, um, excuse me, of 300 swingers getting together who attended, 41 have tested positive since the event. That's uh, 13% of the people that were there got infected. That's that's
0: incredibly low in my eyes when you consider it like what's low. going on. It like, seems low. But, and unfortunately, that's the thing, too. Everyone is different with COVID. Um, I talked to another guy this week who had it, and he was completely fine. And it goes back to the... Uh, other gentleman i was talking about last week in the show who was a uh, uh, true honest to goodness i'm not saying this with any hyperbole a world-class
1: athlete and right. post-covid can't go for a run no i know and it, look the bottom line is i can hear all these stories about pause about eat like rogan was telling me how some of his friends they've had or people he knows and they didn't have any big deal about it my first thing was everybody's different right i want to hear about that no, no, when you say that
0: that's awesome. Like when, when someone says that to me, oh, I know my buddies had it and they're fine. That's great. That's great. They should be thankful
1: because yeah. it could be a lot worse. I don't want to get it. Right. I don't want to take the chance. Right.
0: And, and that's the thing, too. I don't want to get sick, period, Even even gotcha. if it's not that bad. Like if you're around me and you have the sniffles, the first thing I'm going to ask is, do you have a
1: cold or is it allergies? Because if you have a cold, right. please don't come near me. I don't want to have a cold. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Switching signals here. First off, I want to give congratulations to Vanderbilt uh, College. Sarah Fuller became the first woman to play in a Power 5 college football game in college. Did she kick? Yeah. Wow. How'd she yeah, do? that's awesome. How'd she awesome. do? I don't know how she did. Just congratulations to her.
0: That's huge. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot uh, of interesting decisions when it comes to sure. uh, kicking in, in football because for whatever reason, Bruce, people can't kick field
1: goals. I don't know why. Well, we're noticing a lot of that these last two seasons, but just like women can be on the front line for the Army in war, well, right. hey, if you can kick that ball, go right ahead. If you can fill the job, go right ahead. Yeah, go.
0: yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with a woman playing any uh, position no, in
1: any sport
0: that is primarily for men. But, like, like with any sort of job, you need to be able to execute and do uh, wh- what is needed for you to earn and, and maintain that spot. And, and you know, I, I don't think we're going to see a woman on the, the offensive line anytime no. soon no. but wow. if a woman can go out there and kick better field goals than any other options the team might have great. go for it if they can play defensive back
1: i don't care go for it awesome do it look uh, if they can play defensive back if they can coach which is happening too if right? they can do all that then yeah. equal opportunity go for it tj did you collect any of the ufc cards when they came out
0: yeah i got i have some um because uh, our friend jeremy uh from from tops was on the show he sent me a box so i have a I have a couple. They're all open. I
1: didn't leave them unopened, which is probably uh, my bad. But uh, Okay. That's all right. Um, let me give you a little example here. Mm-hmm. I bought one case of the original release. I think it was 2008. In right. 2009, they came out with the round two hobby set. I have two cases of that. Mm-hmm. Those boxes now on eBay are selling for as much as $378 a box, the round two. Right. I paid $450 for the case. I think there's 12 boxes in the case, so now that case is worth over $4,000. That's
0: great i mean that's awesome i uh i don't regret opening them bruce because i had a lot of fun with it you had fun but uh yeah i mean if you uh if you have the ability
1: to to buy those and hold on to those uh that's that's super great well there's a current bid at heritage auctions now for a michael jordan precious metal gems green card they call it it's a very rare card it was made in 1997 okay and um what do you think the current bid on this card is, TJ? Uh, Modern day card, 1997. It's nine of a hundred. Only hundred were made.
0: And Michael Jordan, you said? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what condition? It's uh, actually, it's not even, uh, it's just in the case. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a PSA graded card, uh, PSA graded. So 10? It doesn't give the grade here for some reason. I don't see okay. the grade. Uh, I'll say 125. Current bid is six hundred and twelve thousand five hundred dollars. And there's how many? There's one hundred of them made. Oh my current god. Six hundred thousand. Six hundred twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That's the current bid, TJ. So that's, that's not, not, it, a, and there th- is a bid on it. It's not just like the asking price. The current bid. Oh my the next god. Next bid, the next bid allowed has to be six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. That's unbelievable. Uh-huh. Cardboard. Yep. Now get this. You spend $625 for this card, you've got to also pay a VIG of ten or fifteen percent to the auction house, right? Okay, so now, and also uh there's another on another area too. So your six twenty five is actually seven hundred and fifty thousand you have to pay for the card. That's unbelievable. That's what's happening. Now, Patrick Mahomes has a whole somebody put together a whole collection of Patrick Mahomes cards. Yeah. This couple. <clears throat> Since he's done so well. They put together these cars. Now the cards are valued at, at, at a guesstimate of $7.5 million. One card he paid $325 for. Again, these are modern-day cards, which I don't collect. How, how many of them are there? Like How how can you justify that price? Most are one of one prints. Okay,
0: that's different. The only different. version of the piece in
1: existence. That's what helps it. Uh, he's already had seven-figure offers for the sets, but he's going to hold off until he gets $7.5 But this bit most expensive card... That he paid $275 for is is worth around $400,000. And I the mean, fact is that people want to buy it. That's great. That's
0: great that the the card companies are investing in this product and making these things worth money. Because, like I, I've told you multiple times, I have a, a footlocker of 1990s baseball cards that are not worth the cardboard that they're printed on. Right. Um, but with that said... How are they getting these cards? Are they selling them individually? Do you have to get the packs and open them and get them? Because I I really hope that's the case. I hope that they're making these collectors buy boxes and and go on the chase and not just— Not in
1: one-of-a-kind cards. It can go either way. It can be in a pack or it can be sold individually. I don't like that. Like, if you're going to
0: make one of one and it's just available, how is a nine-year-old going to get it? And and that's—at the end of the day, to me, I know it's a business, Bruce, but this is still something that I think is designed and made— uh, for collectors of all ages. And if you can't even get those when you're, you know, a kid just with your allowance, that's that's kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer, but it is what it is. And, you know, the survival of the fittest and all that goes with it. That's uh, not
0: survival of the fittest. Like, that's... that's survival of the, have the luckiest. <laughs> but it's not luck. Like, if it's a $500 card, one of one, I don't care how lucky you are, nine-year-old,
1: you don't have $500. You're not getting okay. it. Then it's up to it's up to guys like you and me to buy it. It's just the way... I know. hate it. I don't – I, I can see not, the methodology Do you, you understand
0: it. what I'm saying, though? Like you're, I understand. You it, say the kid.
1: But the kid, a nine-year-old kid, is not thinking like we're thinking right now. They're not thinking big numbers. They're thinking just to have a card of their hero. I I disagree with that.
0: But my, my point is this. I, I love the idea of a kid uh collecting baseball cards when he was in elementary school and then selling them for his first car or, or going to college. But what we're saying now is you're not making that possible because you, no, they're no, only going to – They're only going to be able to buy the packs, Bruce, that are meaningless and worthless. And adults are going to buy these one-of-ones, and those kids are never going to get their hands on it. And I'm fine if you want to sell the one-offs here and there. Make two. Make one available for the highest bidder. You sell it through your website or whatever you want. But put one in a pack. Give me one Charlie in the Chocolate Factory golden ticket and make
1: this available for the kids. I have no problem with that. But it, you know, I have no problem with that. Do it any way you want; it'll still be worth money. I have no problem with any of this. So, all of the above is fine with me. All right. Um. Now, this isn't a collector's thing, but uh, Elvis Presley's ho- uh, honeymoon home in Palm Springs just hit the market for two and a half million. The one that he and Elvis and and Priscilla Presley enjoyed their honeymoon in. I'm not that much. I mean, I I'm a fan of Elvis and all, but it's not like I'd have to buy his house.
0: No, you know? no, and and honestly, is it still in the same sort of? Uh, model and shape that it was when he was there i would guess not and if it was the actual value of it would probably not be uh, all that great and and in a market like palm springs you can't really have an older home be worth a lot of money so you're you're paying for nothing but nostalgia which i I think is a bit foolish
1: probably the case i'm not familiar with the market down there i can't say it's just an interesting little tidbit i love palm springs it's no, I place. love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I've always had a great time down there. Here's another one that's very interesting. Uh, this couple, we're going to end the show on this, kind of a feel-good story. I wouldn't call it maybe if they drank it. It's a feel-good story. But this couple, uh, they they bought a home in New York, an older home. It's a 100-year-old home. So mm-hmm. they were doing some renovation. And it's a home that was made in the uh, Prohibition era, right? Okay. They found 66 bottles of Prohibition whiskey encased in the wall, hidden in the wall. I bet you it doesn't taste as good as Puncher's Chance. No, probably doesn't, but you know what? I'd really like to taste it and see what it tastes like. But I wonder if there's any value to that. It doesn't say it, but you wonder if there's any value to those um, bottles. There has to be a value yeah, to those bottles. I mean,
0: there there are collectors of everything, and I think moonshiners, um, you know, things like that, uh, do uh intrigue people. So I'm sure that, that definitely has a, a an evaluation of, of probably more than you know, we're thinking. But beyond that, like
1: whiskey does well when it ages, right? So like it should yeah be better. Uh, you know, I can't say. I would hope that be the case. I hope they're having fun celebrating and drinking a little and not getting sick from it. So right. that's what I want to right. say. Right. And if it doesn't taste good, they can get Puncher's Chance. Yeah. <laughs> Just display the bottles. Right. Um, Okay, so Saturday night, I'll be in Vegas. We've got a UFC fight night in Vegas. Jack Hermanson and Marvin Vittori on the main card. Of yep. St. Preux back for the 150th time in six months against o- Jamal Hall-Hill.
0: O- o- OSP is the underdog, uh, around plus 140 to 150. Is he really? Uh, yeah, which which is interesting to me because Hill, while he's undefeated and, and is a very good fighter, has never faced anyone uh, with the skill set and experience yeah. of, of Ovin St. Preux. So uh, if you're looking to put a little – Little cash little flyer out there, uh, you might want to be down with OSP.
1: Well, I'd listen to T considering you called a draw last week and you bet on it and you won money. I uh, bet 60 dollars at plus 1,200 for a return of 780, and I completely forgot about it and said I was going to put 10,000 on it. I would have put a1,000, and I completely forgot after the show, or I would have cleared up.
0: Yeah, they took that line down almost immediately after our show. Um, I
1: checked the day of the fight. I couldn't even find a place to bet anything. Y-
0: yeah, no, it, it changed. I honestly think that I took advantage of a uh, a poor line. I think the, the odds maker wasn't supposed to put that out, but I, don't I saw it and, oh, I do have any sympathy for odds. I have no sympathy whatsoever. whatsoever. Those I guys just, are
1: all, they're, they're going to the bank ten oh, times yeah, more yeah. than you are. No, and, and yeah. trust
0: me, I'll probably give it back before I take it out. But uh, the bottom line was I, I think I got lucky on, on, on seeing that. But you it, got it, lucky. If Owen Saint Prue hits, that that might be a little more uh, skill and insight, but we'll find out
1: on Saturday. Well, yours truly doesn't bet on fights that of I announced. Of course you know, not. You can, but but a yeah. guy no, like I can, me that I won't. Guys I won't. like me can. Nope. Our listeners to. can. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy it, guys. I'll see you all from the Octagon on Saturday. TJ, anything before we close the show to tell the audience? No,
0: just uh, if they want to check out uh, Icon Fighting Federation and RJJ Boxing uh, next week. If we do a show, I'll be down in Mexico. We've done it a few times. I think we talked to Frankie Edgar down there, so I'm not too worried yeah. about the logistics. Uh, but hopefully they'll do that. And then also uh, Extra Rounds is available now, the uh, new show that I do uh, this week with uh, Ray Longo. We talked to uh, Ben Askren. Um, about his new show on Fight Pass called Funky Family, where it's it's a mockumentary of, of him and Chase Hooper, who both have curly hair and look somewhat alike, uh, pretending, essentially, that Chase is Ben's son. And it's very funny. It's stupid. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's dumb. But I can't stop watching it, Bruce. And the, I think everybody has a show uh, like that, and now Fight Pass has a show uh, that MMA fans can get into. So, uh, check that out, but you can also get the archive of extra rounds, uh, all 37 episodes available now on UFC fight pass, which
1: has that free weekend, uh, this weekend. So take advantage. Very cool. Very cool. All right, everybody. Um, thank you again for all your videos and audio orders coming into brucebuffer.com, coming into my cameo.com page busier than ever. Now the holidays are here. I'm getting a lot of orders for holiday videos, Christmas, uh, um, Hanukkah everything people wanting special wishes to their family and family members just check out brucebuffer.com. Sending send in your orders there partial proceeds do go to military children and animal charities uh, also too, I'll be in the octagon on Saturday as I mentioned for UFC fight night I will see you from the octagon Saturday I'll be back next week for UFC 256 my last two UFC shows of the year and then we're on to January wherever we hold them in January whether it's Vegas or Abu Dhabi that is yet to be announced yet to be seen bottom line everybody The holidays have started. I put up the Christmas tree at my mom's uh, the other day. I'm getting in the Christmas spirit after Thanksgiving. It's love Christmas, even this COVID-19 times. Have the most wonderful time. Keep the Christmas spirit, the joy, everything. Be happy. Set your goals. Write them down. Get knowledgeable about everything you want to do in life so when you get on that path, You take that step on that yellow brick road. You are the best you can be. It doesn't always mean to be number one or number two or number ten. The bottom line is if you're first, you're first. But if you're the best you can be, then you're winning. So keep winning because that's what we're all about here on It's Time Radio. Have a great week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Practice your protocol. Lead by example. We're still in a pandemic. We're in a war, folks. This is a war. But we're going to win. And we're going to end the year great. End the year strong to start the year strong. Love you all. Big cheers. No fears forever. See you next week. Buffer out.